Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. That exile, and like, that was the thing in the first session that I was listening to where I was like, okay, I'm in, I, the exile is right there, and you wanted to go to it so badly, and I moved away. You, when you say you, you mean me? Yeah, you wanted, like, it was right there, and you wanted to stay there, and I wanted to move away from it. Hmm. And my sense was, like, not so much that I didn't want to feel those feelings as much as that I had protectors that wanted the floor first. Sure, yeah. You know? And then I think the vibe I was getting from you, and I was projecting a lot onto it from my own place, you know, my own trigger. Mm -hmm. But I was projecting onto you that because we had slightly different angles from which we were coming, that I was getting it wrong. So I was just in my in that wounding the whole session, just like, I'm getting it wrong. Everything I'm doing is wrong. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good feedback. Thank you. Well, I don't know if that's feedback as much as well, just like reporting mm -hmm. on like what I'm yeah. understanding happened there for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. I think it's awesome that we both we're both listening back and trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, spent time appreciating the blankness, spent time appreciating um the the kind of ferocious one. Mm -hmm. Um and and then, you know, seeing how the figure it out one is so ever-present for me. Hopefully that mowing sound outside isn't too disruptive. Can you I don't hear, hear it at all. Oh, okay, good. 
So it's just distracting me. Um, yeah, you know, figured out part. Ever, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at her job. Like, definitely a lot of appreciation for how good she is at it. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, this time that we've spent with those protectors has been really useful in relaxing them just a little bit. And then, you know, realizing that they can't, they just cannot relax fully until that little one is unburdened, attended to. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how ready everybody in here is for me to try to do that, but we can, we can go towards it. Yeah. And that's the process I think with everyone, right. Is getting the protectors to relax enough because you're right. They, they, you know, they can't just quit their jobs if they have a good reason for doing it in their minds, at least. So it's always a matter of degree. Get them to step back a little, help out exiles a little, you know, a kind of building, building on that. Yeah. So here we go. Okay. Ready when you are. <laughs> so. I, I think mean, I'm ready. Might- I'm ready to start my minute of meditation. Your minute of meditation. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. I'll set a timer. Okay. All right. I'll try not to get triggered. All right. (laughs) Okay. Do you know where you'd like to start today? try to at least begin an unburdening process for that one who just is terrified she's getting it wrong all the time. Okay. With full awareness that, you know, other parts may not feel comfortable with that or wipe my my attention first. Okay. Um, So should we check and just see what those parts have to say about it or? Yeah, I'm feeling around. Is anyone nervous? Is anyone uncomfortable? Um, and there is a very slight anxiety from someone. Yeah. I think, you know, the feelings, the feelings are big. And a bit overwhelming for me. So there's two sides to it. It's like, um, you know, that, that protector fear of getting overwhelmed and then the fear of like how that will, like being seen, being exposed and that, you know, how mm-hmm. others would respond to that. Because mm-hmm. 
that's kind of the original injury is that others did not respond well Okay. to that level and, of distress. And when that comes up, that, that feeling of the concern about being exposed, is that with other parts? Is that with me? Is that with anyone who might listen to this if you choose to publish it? Yeah, it's you and anyone who might listen to it. It's just whoever might witness. Yeah. Yeah, it's out it's outside, not 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 internal. It's okay. relational. Okay. I mean there's the overwhelm fear and that's internal and then there's I'm going to be rejected in some way or too much. Mhm. And be left. So it's the part itself that's nervous about me connecting with it <laughs> in a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll remind that part and any others that there's really no pressure to publish. I enjoy doing this for the sake of doing it, for learning, for maybe helping people out, helping myself out. Yeah, I'm going to try to think of it as just you and me. I don't know how much that even helps, but I think it helps a little bit. I think there's also something about how, I'm, even though you're with me in a way, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Where like it's already, I'm already alone. And you'd think that would almost help because like, fuck it, I'm alone, who cares? But that's part of the pain is that like, I feel this deep level of distress. And then because of that, I'm alone. And um, the fact that I already kind of feel alone feels like it's already happening. Mm. Do you imagine like in, would it alleviate that if you were doing this in person with whoever? me or whoever you, the, the ideal practitioner, whoever you trust? Or is there I some other setting or people that you would, that that part would want to have around to do that? I mean, I, I work with a therapist who, he's, um, he's a gestalt therapist, but he also works energetically and hands-on. During the pandemic, we've done a lot of remote work, but, um, the hands-on work is so helpful because she, it's the, it's the way she feels the least alone is when there's touch. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but it, it took a while. I mean, there was no problem with the touch. It wasn't like a trauma thing where I couldn't be touched, but it took a while to build the trust that I could go to those really big, intense emotions with this person. Um, And I think he's really helped me build the capacity to be with those feelings, but I still get really nervous about how big they are. And I still like long for some comfort, some physical comfort that I Mm -hmm. am afraid I'm not going to get. And so it's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to get it because it's just me here. Yeah. 
Oh, and I'm that sure you... and that mowing machine. <laughs> <laughs> and your dog. So the opposite of what I need. Um, I'm sure you've heard and have had experience with, you know, people connecting with parts in that way of touching themselves, touching somewhere on their bodies. Yeah, I try that. It's not so effective, but, um, but I'm open to maybe if I'm making better contact that it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have, I don't, nothing else is coming to mind of, of okay. how you would alleviate that. Um, no worries. I'm going to get a blanket so I just at least feel like warm. There's an idea. <laughs> that might help a little bit. Okay. Um, I did have one idea, which is just rather than the idea of like touching into parts might just be, for example, like a lot of times I find myself wiggling my toes or just doing something with the body that kind of feels grounding or feels, um, I don't know, just kind of reminds me that I have a body like during these calls, you know. Specifically. Yeah. I decided to try lying on the floor mm-hmm. for this session to ground and also to just like make contact with with her because she's that little. Mm. She would probably, you know, this is where she lives <laughs> on her back here. And this is the part that has the getting it wrong all the time feeling? Well, it's like, um, it's always hard to put words to something that's so nonverbal and so primal, you know? But it's like, um, I'm, I'm getting it wrong just by being me and, the me I'm being at the time is someone in, like I'm in distress, right? I'm having feelings. I'm having feelings I can't really do anything about. Mm-hmm. And somehow that's getting it wrong because it like leads to abandonment. Yeah. So like getting it wrong is kind of a, not great language. There's the reason why that language ends up fitting is because there's layers of developmental stuff later mm-hmm. where it gets like built on and it starts okay. on taking on other meanings. Yeah. So it kind of starts as just feeling, feeling a certain way, maybe feeling wrong. Yes. And then, and then develops into getting it wrong, showing getting up wrong. wrong. Yes. Yeah. Up. Yes. Yes. yes, that's right. But it's more at this level, it's more just like my being is wrong. Yeah. 
Sounds like you have a really good read on that part. I have spent time, you know, connecting and and trying to understand her. I just can't can't see, figure out can't seem to figure out how to uh, how to help her. Okay. Beyond just like soothing her a bit in the moment, you know, but the, the larger unburdening is, I get really lost as to how to help her. Okay. And how do you feel towards her now? I care about her a lot. Sad for her. Yeah. And when that sadness comes up, I, I know we're looking out for those big feelings, right? So, yeah, there's that, a part containing it. Okay. Like I can feel the attempt to contain it, not let okay. it be too big, too much. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that makes sense to me. And I think I've, I hear that as part of the practice. You know, I hear other people, other practitioners doing that and recommending that um, often that's kind of a negotiation between you and the part. So when you, when you talked about another part containing it, I'm wondering if that's, if that's kind of a protector. Yeah. She doesn't know how to regulate it, you know, and there is this fear, like it's going to, it's too big, too big for me. It's too big for you. Yeah. It's too big for this freaking microphone. Like it's going to be loud and intense. Uh And so the containment happens pretty, pretty quickly and without much, like, I don't really have a lot to say over that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess just being aware of that dynamic and kind of just inviting what what you do feel comfortable with, again, from that younger part. And maybe trying to negotiate it with negotiate with it directly with her to say, you know, I want to connect with you. I want to get to know you, but it's got to be at a certain volume. So I'm not overwhelmed. And just see if the part can understand that at all, sending it that message. I don't know how to send that message um, non-verbally. Okay. You know, like I can say Mm -hmm. it, but I don't think this part understands. Okay. And if I express any discomfort with the size of the feeling, it feels like a re-injury. Right. Right. (laughs) This is, you know, this is why I get stuck. It's just tricky here in this place. Yeah, it sounds tricky. It's hard to be with her without re-injuring her. 
You mentioned kind of soothing her. So if if it sounds like you already have some connection that works or, you know, doesn't cause overwhelm. So I'm kind of curious what that's like and how that is expressed. Again, I know that's probably hard to put into words and you don't have to, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like how that comes up in you and how it's received. I mean, I've developed a kind of, you know, motherly feeling towards her that I just kind of allow myself to feel. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of nurturing. Mm -hmm. And there's like an internal um, kind of um, trying to communicate that she's okay without being dismissive that she doesn't feel okay, <laughs> you know, right. just like, right. I find you to be okay. You're okay with me, you know? Yeah. It's okay that you're feeling this way. Yes, yes. And she receives that. I think so, yeah. And how old does this part seem? Maybe even less than one. Okay. Like an infant. Mm-hmm. And what else are you noticing about her? Right now there's like this, um, it's all circular thing where like I turn towards her and I tell her it's okay and I'm okay with her. And then there's like kind of a swell of feeling and then the containing part comes in a bit and then it eases up a bit. And then I start over. Mm-hmm. And does that feel like, uh, does that feel like forward progress or does that feel like frustrating? Oh, this keeps coming in to take me out of it. A little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not terribly frustrated in this moment, there is a sense that I'm not quite getting where I need to go with her because that keeps happening. But there is also a recognition that every time I make contact and let her know that I'm here and I care and it's okay, that that's like good, you know, that moves us, that does move us in a direction. Yeah. So it's kind of both. Yeah. I just wish I knew how to help her, you know, help our unburdened fully. 
and I've, you know, I've been in these therapy sessions where I, I am able to just let her like wail away mm-hmm. and it's not contained and it just kind of resolves and we get to the other side of something, but there's always this sense of like, okay, she got through that wave, but the fundamental sense of wrongness is still there. And the fundamental sense of loneliness is still there. Hmm. It's not an unburdening. It's just a, a wave of feeling that we move through better than we used to move through. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, it's an expression and it, and it may relieve some stress or some tension. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like that part has fundamentally new kind of relationship with you that it's in a place of trust. Yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it. Trusting and, me, mm-hmm. trusting that like that she's okay. Yeah. She's still not okay. I think you said it perfectly earlier about she's okay with you. Like you're like you're okay, I'm okay with, with her. her. Yeah. Right, right. Right. But she's not okay. Right. Right. And I don't know how to help her be okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm letting her know I want to. Yeah. Sounds like a very important step. <laughs> And then the containment part came in. Mm-hmm. And its concern is the overwhelm. Too much, yeah, too big. Mm. And how do you respond to it? Um, I mean, there are times when I try to, like, kind of almost push past it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. Let it go, let it go. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm just letting it happen because I don't feel it makes sense to me that I don't feel t- as much trust as I might need. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, containment makes sense here. Yeah. Yeah, and you could also look at that as a way of building trust with the containment part, you know. Yeah. If if you're kind of taking turns with the with the hot potato, the big feelings, yeah. and it's kind of just negotiating with with the containment part that, uh, yeah, yeah, you can kind of go in and out. Yeah, that I trust that part to kind of know when it's safe, when it's not safe. Mm-hmm. 
Cause I haven't been, you know, like I said, when I, when I'm like determined to right. kind of like blast just, through. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of pushing past that one. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, you know, I think I listed that in my list of parts too, the push, the push through mm-hmm. the determination of like, you know, now we're doing this. Right. Oh, that gave permission. Like my, my like headier parts wanted to like start sharing with you all the things I figured out about, (laughs) about maybe other parts. I'm I'm sure. I assume that you have (laughs) figured out so much. So much. I'd love to share with you. That's great. Yeah. But it's also now what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just needed a little break. Yeah. It's a lot. I am curious about your history of working with this part. So specifically like the place that you're in right now, you know, you're with this part, you're, you're negotiating with the containing part. Um, how, like, how much have you done of that? when you've done this work in other times, does this feel like you've been here a million times or is this feel like the, the growth edge for you? And. Uh, both. I, not okay. a million times. I think I've been trying to do more of this lately. Um, but it's, um, I can't stay with it very long when I'm on my own. Mm. And when I'm in my therapy sessions, I do a lot of pushing past. So I haven't really like just stayed here and let that play out over and over. Just notice it. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, being with it in a more intentional way right now. Okay. It's familiar, but I'm I'm stretching it a little bit here. There, if when I'm alone, there's less containing. So mm. I'll I'll go towards her and I'll reassure her that like I get how she's feeling and I care about it and it's okay. And there'll be this big, you know, swell of feeling, and then I'll cry and then it'll subside. Like I said, and then we just have that sense of like, okay, we got through that swell of feeling. Mm-hmm. But she's still not okay. She's still lonely and alone. And I don't yeah. know how to help her with that. Okay. Because like, I can't stay with her all the time. Right. Like I have to, you know, do things. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or sometimes I just want to, you know, watch a show or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> I can't, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of empathy for yeah. the people who, you know, couldn't stay with her when she was inconsolable. Like, you can't forever. Right. It's just like, okay. Yes. And, <laughs> um, as personal as that is to you, 
I think that's something that every parent of an infant faces, right? Yeah. Of, I cannot be here. I can't be awake 24 hours a day, right? I can't. Can't hold you I, and I stare to, in your face I and have tell to you go I love to you. the shower, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, mean, I think she was shut out sooner than mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was just that. I think there was a shutdown in the face of my distress that happened mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. When it was like, as soon as it was recognized that it wasn't getting better right away. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, you know, a little bit more, more than that. Yeah. But, but yeah, I feel like I'm facing the, the difficulty of any parent of a newborn or infant mm-hmm. of like, no, I'm okay with your distress, but like at some point I gotta, I gotta do things. Right. And she's still, every time I turn from her, she's then, you know, like, it's like she's re-injured. Mm-hmm. And then I get hopeless because it feels like in order to really unburden her, it's like I would have to just lock myself in a room for a week and just be with her. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that's what it feels like. I don't think that's true, but sometimes it feels like, oh my God, like, what is it? What's it going to um, take? Here's a question. Yeah. If if that would definitely work, <laughs> would it be would it be worth it? <laughs> <laughs> if it would definitely work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I don't know if I can okay. do it, but. Right. Yeah, it's just just a hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make a living and shit, but. And 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 also, I just because I don't know, and because so many of the parts I work with are not pre-verbal you know it it's it's a new frontier in a way for me it's something that i don't have i don't have an answer for and and yeah i don't know what it's like to to really be dealing with that yeah yeah but i do know that you know people do week-long retreats they do and they swear by them right of, of going away to to look inside for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <sighs> so to build the connection and to get to a place where she can trust you, where she can trust that when you turn away, it's not, not, it's, not a, it's not an injury and it's not, it's not because you're gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What does she need? What does she need to, to build, to gain any trust in you? This is the $64 billion question. Mm-hmm. And she can't tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't think she knows. I don't think she knows. It's like, 
bottomless pit of need. Yeah. So that might require just trying a hundred different things, right? I mean, if that if that's the case, if this part can't can't tell you what she needs. Yeah, I mean, I I think to some degree, it's 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 gonna be just a lot of this for a while. Mm-hmm. And it just may have to be. I mean, how does any parent do it? You know, they just keep doing this. They just keep returning right. when they can. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, maybe I could do more in terms of returning when I can. Mm-hmm. Not leaving so quickly. I can. I can try to just keep increasing. Frequency or duration? A little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. I this think is great. There, Brainstorming. Yeah, I think there are ways in which, like, at the end of my workday, when I shut down mm-hmm. the the VC calls and I turn towards, you know, making dinner, getting ready for bed, watching a show, whatever I'm going to do. I think there's a moment there of, of loneliness. It's pretty intense that I often push past. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a good moment to pause and be with her. I think when I first wake up, there's, she's like right there. Mm-hmm. And because I got to get up, <laughs> you know, start my day. I just, I push past her. There's a fear like I could get stuck in my bed if I spend too much time with her. Just got to get up, you know. So I think there are two places in my day. I'm saying I think a lot, but I, I, the sense, like, it's just kind of coming to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking notes. So you know, like, I think there's a, a way in which there is communication going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. But those like are, are moments where she's particularly acutely in pain and I'm, I'm ignoring her, pushing past her in those two moments in particular. Mm-hmm. that maybe I could, you know, spend some time, find okay. a way to spend some time. And when you have found ways to spend time, is that is that ever structured or is there a ritual around it already that you've tried? I'm like developing a way to be with her on my way to sleep. Mm-hmm. I think I've often ignored her and used like reading as an escape. 
that helps me, helps soothe me and put me to sleep. And I'm finding that I'm turning from my, like I can feel her and I'm turning from my reading to just be with her there. Mm-hmm. And that's been, I think, good. Um, but no, other than that, it's mostly just when she's like screaming that I'll, <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, <laughs> all yes. right then, you know, and then I trying to turn and, towards her then. And those two kind of pause points that you mentioned throughout your day, those are also tied to when she's, you know, when you're feeling lonely, when those feelings come up. So that makes sense to kind of prioritize those. Um, I'm just throwing an idea out there of having uh, just just as, as something to try. You know, it's this mm-hmm. time. It's this. The clock says it's this time. This is the time when I do my five minute, whatever many minutes. You know, check in. Um, not yeah, I mean, as, I think what. Yeah, just I as a, what, just as a proactive. Kind I mean. Of, not not when she's particularly acute, but just like she doesn't have to be in pain for me to be turning towards her kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, I feel like those two places are good kind of ritualized places. But yeah, they're when I'm particular, I'm aware of her and I'm aware of pushing past her. And you're saying, like, mm-hmm. it might be good to check in with her at, another, at a time when she's not particularly... Yeah. Yeah. That it doesn't take her being that sad for me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I think it's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know when that would be. But I'll, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. It was it was most helpful for me in my exile parts was yes I'm t- yes yes taking time to attend to them when they're up and also you know for me it was like first thing in the morning just yeah and I up, think the thing is is like go, sit, sit the moments and, when I would have time to do that are the moments when she's like it is first thing in the morning it is at the end of my work day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which would be the best times to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And those are the times when I, she's pretty palpable and I mm-hmm. am pushing past. So I may just, I think, I think I, um, like the, some of the protectors who are in involved in this good enough, trying to be, trying so hard you know, and the feeling of like, oh God, it's not enough. I think I need to let it be enough for me to just do that. Those two things to start. Mm-hmm. It kind of panicked me to try to think about creating another space as much as I agree with what you're saying. Oh, it's sure. Like, yeah. No, I was just trying to get more ideas on this list here. So. Yeah. I think this is about all I can handle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Again, like with the part not, if you're not hearing from the part with what it needs, then it would make sense that there might, you might just need to try a lot of different things. But well, yeah, those, start, I start think with I, the ones, I I start with the ones that, you're, that you're intuiting, of course. Yeah, I think I was hearing something about what the part was needing, about like 
Yeah, yeah. It just, you know, those two times a day, like, just came into mind, like, okay, this, I'm remembering that I feel this way. And then I just mm-hmm. kind of push past it. And she's needing me to turn towards her in those moments. And I'm, I'm decidedly not doing that. So. Is there a way for you now to check that with her? Is there a way to somehow tune in and, and kind of go to those times of day in your mind with her and just see? I kind of have been as we've been Mm -hmm. talking. Mm -hmm. Sure. It just, it definitely feels, uh, I don't know if right is the right word, but like, there's a sense of like, mm mm-hmm. Just a yes mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. that. And a sense of overwhelm if I try to think about more than just that. So I think that's good. I mean, I think that's important. I, just getting, kind of getting me to look at the way I'm pushing past her in those two big moments uh-huh. of the day. Uh-huh. is like a pretty big thing I think to have gotten to. It's awesome. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like okay, we did a thing. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> my uh my other therapist used the language of like of something like that like um at the end of the day the feeling that she's sufficient. Yeah. Okay. Sufficient, you know, Mm -hmm. and I got really emotional at the time because it's like, no, I never feel that way. And like, there's a sense right now, like sufficient, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's just like you said with that new parent, they, they cannot be there all the time. They cannot, but, but they can keep coming back and they can keep, yeah, sticking with their intuition and trying and that is sufficient. But I'm saying she feels mm-hmm. like the feeling from her that I never really feel mm-hmm. or she never really feels. She's sending you that now? There's a sense of like, okay, sufficient. Like, Ooh. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, should I shut up then? <laughs> never. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, my. Can I'll answer negative on the first one and affirmative on the second. They're not the uh-huh. same thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's a wrap. I think that's a thing. We did a thing. I think it feels awesome. like enough. Yeah. Thank Great. you. Thank you. I appreciate you, James. Okay. Hope to talk to you again soon. Will do. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, 
that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you. <laughs>